Travels with Charlie is paid for by Jolly Convenience Stores, Mill Travel American Express, and Costello Waste. The views and opinions expressed in Travels with Charlie do not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of the Radio Vermont Group. We welcome listener feedback. Email your comments to WDEV at RadioVermont.com. Well, it's all about all the folks you meet. Sitting in a diner or out in the street. Catch up with the news. Get your point of view. I want to hear what unravels. See you in my travel. And welcome to another episode of Travels with Charlie, your host, Charlie Papillo. Thanks for being with me this afternoon. A quick shout-out to all of the sponsors that make this show possible. My friends at Casella Waste Systems, Casella.com, Zero Sort Recycling, helping to keep it all out of the landfill. Reliable service, competitive pricing, and don't forget uh, spring cleaning time. Time to get those dumpsters, uh, rental dumpster rentals for big clean-outs. My buddies at Jolly Convenience Stores, home of the Daily Smile. Finally, the masks are off. You can see those smiles. The creamy machines open soon, if not now. And hot coffee sandwiches and uh, cold drinks and, of course, uh, fuel for your car. And when it's time to travel, get uh, get in touch with uh, Scott Milne and everybody at Milne Travel American Express. They've been doing it since 1975, milnetravel.com. Their travel specialists search the lowest airfares via databases exclusive to the travel industry. Why do it? Let them do it for you. Great show lined up for you today with uh, Kelly Gleason with the Casella Sustainability Spotlight and a new series kickoff today. We're going to be doing this on a regular basis. It's called Vermont Grown. Don't get excited. It's not about that. It's about businesses. Uh, with my first guest today, Mark Bove from Boves of Vermont. Yeah, they're 81 years old, the company, not Mark. Uh, and we got some free sauce to give away today. But uh, joining me in studio, and this really is a thrill and an honor. And, uh, man, uh, I don't know how to introduce him. Classmate, friend, media mogul, referee, sports enthusiast. Cancer survivor, dad, uh, I don't know what I've missed. Steve Malizia in the house with uh, Travels with Charlie. Steve, it is so great to see you today. <laughs> Charlie P., what an honor for me, too. Uh, I've been following you a long time in your radio career. and Just to be here with you, this is special for me, too, my friend. And thank you for all those kind things you said at the top of the page. That, uh, uh Thank you. Well, we do go way back. We We, go back to uh, Cathedral Grammar School uh, and then, of course, uh, Rice High School. mm -hmm. Uh, But I've asked you to come on because we could could spend more than an hour today talking about some of our antics. Some, uh, thankfully, the the statute of limitations (laughs) is up on. And there's no social media. (laughs) Exactly. Nobody had a cell phone back then, so don't have to worry about it. There's nothing exists of it, and and we would deny it anyway. Absolutely. absolutely Uh, But but you're here today to talk about... uh, uh, an organization which is relatively new, to my uh, uh, understanding, mm-hmm. called Sail Beyond Cancer. Yes, yes. And uh, what I'd like to do in the next few minutes, Charlie, is uh, share my own personal experience with Sail Beyond Cancer. Sail Beyond Cancer. Uh, and I, I brought some things for you, um, and I'll make sure you know that. This is for your studio. Uh, I know it's... Uh, uh, already March, but the calendar will give you an idea even more about who Sail Beyond Cancer is and why they exist today. And there's some beautiful pictures here as I'm looking through the month of June. There's a young girl who is, look, appears to be at the, the helm of a sailboat. At the, helm, at the helm. We have the opportunity to take the helm, and uh, there's magic in the, there's magic on these excursions, Charlie. And like I said, what I'll do is I'll, I'll, Sail Beyond Cancer Vermont. It basically has been designed by Suzanne Johnson, a dear friend of mine now, uh, and she likes to say she's honoring those being challenged by cancer by harnessing the healing powers of wind, water, and sail. So sailing on Lake Champlain provides relief for anyone of any age living with any type of cancer. She's a cancer survivor herself, is she not? She is. Yes, she is. She's a breast cancer survivor. She's uh, past eight years now. Uh, which is a great sign. It's a great sign. And she's devoted her energy, her life, and she has found purpose in creating an organization that 
provides three-hour excursions on Lake Champlain, the Atlantic Ocean out of North Salem, Mass., and now the Atlantic Ocean in Annapolis, Maryland, where a new chapter has started. Have you done the ocean sales yet? I had, no, but I'm geared up. I have uh, an opportunity this summer, uh, and that's probably where I could start with a story. Yeah. That is why I spend uh, time, energy, and lend my voice to Sail Beyond Cancer. Uh, as you know, me too, you know, we do. We like to call ourselves a cancer survivor, cancer thrivers, actually. We, uh, we've come to understand that every day is the day that we are just so grateful to be here. And, you know, some days are better than others. You know, Saturday I was in bed at two in the afternoon yeah. and, uh, didn't get up until the next morning. And that just happens sometimes. Uh, treatments affect you differently at different times. And, uh, but yesterday was, I was in heaven. I felt so good. Did my radio show? So, <laughs> yeah, you know, the old media mogul it. here. Yeah, well, I, I sort of, a... <laughs> I, I sort of refer to that. Uh, and I'm going to give you a little glimpse too, because, uh, um, you know, you and I, as I mentioned, we've we've known each other a long, long time, mm-hmm. uh, and you've always had this desire to kind of do some media stuff. I mean, you, you've done some uh, some access TV. You, mm-hmm. you had a sports show, mm-hmm. the the Sports Blitz, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, and now doing some radio and and social media. I mean, uh, you know, I of course follow you on Facebook, and, mm-hmm. and every time I you know get the phone out and look, you know, there's Steve, and whether he's he's cooking <laughs> in his kitchen, <laughs> he's doing something with his dog, or you you got to tell me about this pod that you sit in on your porch. I'm intrigued oh, by this. Okay. It looks like a greenhouse, and you're in it, man. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at Steve. He's got a nice tan today, you I'm know? I'm getting started. I yeah, yeah. started. i got to give my wife credit for that. <laughs> Elizabeth, I don't know. I hope you're listening. Uh, and that's it, too. I would say that uh, three things I'll say before I get into the story about Suzanne Johnson. I'll be aware of the time, too. Yeah. Is um, male health screenings, very important. Male health screen and women too. I mean, it's not just, uh, yeah, I speak from a man's experience. Um, and the, <laughs> I could go on and on and on. What I will say is that caregivers are people that sometimes are in your family. Mine are. Yeah. I'm grateful to have them outside of my family too. One of the guys that just brought me here today. Another classmate. Another classmate yeah. of ours. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I guess we went to a good school and that we, we remain connected. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, even this. I haven't seen you in a couple – last time I saw you was in uh, Market 32. Yeah, there you right? go. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And, and uh, we pick up like it was just yesterday. Correct. And correct. Uh, is that nice? It is. That's, yeah. a, that's a gift. I, I just, I just want to say a couple of things, Steve, because uh, – and, and you know, not to you know, tear up or anything like that, but mm-hmm. – uh, um, I've known about uh, you know your your battle with cancer for quite some time now, and and one of the things that just impresses me uh, with you especially, and and you never I've never heard you whine about it. Mm-hmm. You just and and it's always a positive attitude. Uh, you know, uh, I just it just amazes me. Well, I appreciate that, Charlie. And uh, again, I've been. <laughs> it's a gift that comes from somewhere. Uh, and I truly believe that. I no, I'm not going to whine. You know, many of the videos that you post, uh, you, you'll you'll take a look at a uh, some of the things that we take for granted. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, whether you're looking at a sunset or just uh, the clouds up in the sky and go, it's beautiful. And you know, it's it's you know, thanks for today. And it it obviously puts it in perspective for somebody that knows you that you're thankful. For being here today, oh, we yes. take it granted. We Charlie, take it for granted. If I, you know, I tell you what, if this happened to me uh, five years earlier, we wouldn't be having this discussion. So, the miracle of modern medicine, okay, <laughs> and the uh, again, yeah, appreciation for every day because they are gifts. They're gifts. And I received a gift when, after chemotherapy, I attended Weekend of Hope in Stowe. Uh, about 400 folks gathered. This is pre-COVID now. Uh, a lot of interaction, a lot of good things. I met a man there. He was wearing a Boston Bruins T-shirt. I was wearing a Boston Bruins hat. Fran Kirby. You clicked. They clicked instantly. <laughs> instantly. Brain cancer, uh, prostate cancer that had metastasized into my spine. And uh, we were walking around, and it was a conference. And you've been to conferences before. And then, you know, during the off sessions, we'd go around the room, and everybody would be showing their wares or their activities or their events or whatever they were offering to yeah people uh, in my situation and we stopped and we were just walking we stopped in front of this fly fishing retreat uh, booth for women 
And Fran looked at me and he said, oh, man, I wish there was a fly fishing retreat for men. Well, this is the day of the technology and the day of the cell phone. And I whipped out my phone and I said, Fran, take a look at this. I was leaving Weekend of Hope in another day, and from there was picking up Vince Hampson in Colchester and then driving to Mount Hope, New Jersey, for a weekend of real recovery fly fishing retreats for men. I had found out about it. I applied for it. It got received. Same thing with Vince. My friend now had the information. He did an activity in his area. It was great. Yeah. It was great. The very next exhibit was Suzanne Johnson. I've lived here all my life, Charlie. You know, Lake Champlain. You're close to it, too. I've been on a sailboat once or twice. I have uh, had the opportunity to use Lake Champlain for fishing, and I drove the uh, uh, the water ski boat when Celia and Tootie were, <laughs> were I, I, no, not me, keep my legs on the ground. High school you know? buddies again here, yeah, yeah, dro- yeah, name dropping. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, uh, it, but I was, I, I, I engaged with the woman, Suzanne yeah. Johnson, yeah. and she was telling me about uh, what she was doing, and yeah. thank you, that's great, thank you very much. Yeah. Well, what I didn't realize until later was that when I signed up for a sale uh, for Weekend of Hope, you give them all your contact information. About a week after the conference was done, I was home from the fly fishing retreat, which was great, plug for realrecovery.org, uh, that said, I get a, I get a uh, voicemail. Suzanne Johnson, you've been nominated for an excursion on Lake Champlain. Did you have any idea what that meant? I yeah, I knew yeah. because yeah. I understood Cause you'd met it her. to yeah. be yeah, yeah, I understood yeah. it to be yeah. wow, a sail on Lake Champlain. Well, uh, wow, wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, uh, I wasn't looking for it, but it came to me. Yeah, and uh, so you didn't realize how big this was until you actually went on that sailboat. By the way, if, if you want to talk with uh, with Steve this afternoon, we also have Laura Bow coming up. She is a, a board member of Sail Beyond Cancer, yes. sailbeyondcancer.org, dot uh, org. Two four four seventeen seventy seven or one eight seven seven two nine one eight two five five. If you want to share your story, if you're a survivor or a thriver, as uh, Steve mentions. But Steve, if you could just describe that three hours, and there's a wonderful video that um, that you did again. The yeah, you know you. here's the the media mogul doing a great interview with Suzanne Johnson and the the uh, the other people that are that had been on one of these excursions, and the way that they talk about it, I'd love for you to describe what that three hours is because you describe it as life-changing. Absolutely, Charlie. I think that's a great way to describe it. I I would describe it in this way as well, that you're not necessarily feeling good. And trying to get six other people, because I could bring eight folks total on the first excursion I went. This was pre-COVID. And... uh, uh, finally got a date nailed down late in the summer. It's August. We do an evening sail. Now these are big sailboats. Big sails. 30 right? to 40 foot sailboats. Okay. So there's, uh, there's a lot of people on people. there. If you're bringing eight guests on there's with some, you. Yeah, it could be eight, uh, could be 12. Yeah. In this case, I think How many people total on the, on the excursion? Uh, with eight of us could be 12. Four okay. crew members. Yep. You know, the captain, yep. uh, a mate, and two crew members. And yeah, big boats. They're big boats. Uh, sailing like you see on the TV. Just wow. Yeah. Wow. So it's, you, you, you bring, all they do is they take you out. It's not, it's just to take you out. And they're, they're, uh, captained. The vessels are captained by people who are, Survivors, thrivers, uh, know somebody who has cancer or who had cancer. Uh, they're all volunteers. Uh, they come together to provide, they do this three times a day, seven days a week. Seriously? Seriously. Yeah. They've worked with Camp Tecumta. Uh, they've really made a conscious effort in providing what it provided for me. What it provided for me, Charlie, was for three hours, I'm with my friends. You're laughing, you're crying, you're uh, and not crying for good reasons, mm-hmm. that emotional thing, like you said. So I'm just, yeah. I was just so grateful to be there. Guys that, uh, you know, sat with me through chemo, <laughs> came on the board with yeah. me, you know, uh, just fun. It's, it was fun to be able to offer that. I Again, I didn't really understand what it was going to be until I sat underneath the sail yeah. and I watched the wind fill the sail and I felt it fill me. Yeah. 
And for three hours, you're fl- sometimes fast, sometimes slow, sometimes really moving when the boat's moving. And taking Wait till you head out on the ocean. Oh, I can just imagine. <laughs> now, so that's going to be different. I have right? sense. I have yeah. sense calmed down. I, I do not need to take the helm anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I am sitting back. In our well, what's that like? Uh, you know, for many me. of us, of course, here, sure. you know, live, if you've lived, uh, you know, in the area, maybe you've gone out on one of them. It's like a little, steering a, a, sk- a, a little sunfish like, or something, but right. this is a big this deal. This is a big deal. Yeah. This is a big deal. The sun is setting. We're heading west. Yeah. Uh, we're moving at, I think it was 12 knots. We're moving. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And just follow the sun, Steve. Just follow the sun. And it is like you're a kid. That doesn't know how to drive yet, and the car is so big, and the, you're in a big vehicle, and you know what I mean? You've got a lot of flex in the wheel, yeah. and you just keep it in the lines. Yeah. And uh, there's, there's. So it's not that easy. Is that what you're it's, telling it's me? Not, it's, no, yeah. it's not easy. But it's interesting because uh, if you listen to you know the video that uh, that you guys did, and you hear from other people that grab uh, the, the. They call it the helm, they the don't helm. call it the wheel. Right. Uh, and they all describe that as like. It's just this, whoa, you know, what is going on here? Yeah, yeah. Imagine uh, 100 horses underneath you. Yeah. You know, I mean, just powerful. And you can feel it. You can feel it. Yeah. You can feel it. And it does send energy through you. Yeah. And that's probably half of it. It's it's a calming. Well, there's enough adrenaline, I think, too, to help the body feel better. Yeah. Steve Malizia, my friend, uh, and uh, from for many many years, grade school, high school, and and uh, now with SailBeyondCancer.org, we're talking about uh, that this great organization. Laura Bow is a board member. She's going to be joining us in just a moment. Before we break, if you don't mind, you know it's interesting because when I knew you were coming, I start thinking about some of the things that we that we did in grade school and high school together. And I don't know if you remember this or you. You tell you, me because I've if, got one too. Yeah, oh, you got one. Okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah. we'll do that. All right, okay. let's do it. This I think. I think it was sixth or seventh grade with uh, Sister, um, was it Dolores Burke was her name? Sister Burke. Okay. And we were studying poetry, and everyone had to get up and read a poem. Well, Steve, I don't know if you remember this, but Steve goes, you know, uh, music is just a poem set to music. So why don't we do one together? And I forget who else was in it. It was okay. you. You were the lead guy. Okay. And I was one of the, uh, like an Ikead or something in the back, you know. Yeah, I can't And, and, uh, and you did, um, King of the Road. And you got out there and we're all, there's four guys in the back, you're reading it, and we're snapping our fingers and you're going, and then we all chime in, I ain't got no cigarettes. <laughs> and the teacher's looking at us like, what the hell are these guys doing? Yeah, how cool, huh, dude? Yeah, think about that, right? Yeah, it gives us uh, the old cathedral grammar cathedral school. Grammar. Man. It gives us license to do what we do today. That's you know, we, I just remember getting encouraged for being uh, just going out and doing stuff. The the one I remember, fifth grade. Yeah. You had Miss Mann in fourth grade. I had Sister Claire, but I just remember, hey, there's another Italian guy. I like him. <laughs> you know, Jimmy Dutra. You. Uh, yeah, there weren't many of us. No, there weren't. Yeah, there yeah. weren't. There weren't really. Uh, but we kind of hung together. And we went to a school that honored uh, St. Patrick. Uh, at oh, the time, absolutely. the Monsignor was Pat Brennan. Yeah. And, you know, on, on St. Patrick's Day, we all walked around like, what's going on here? I, yeah, I remember a St. Patrick's Day parade uh, play that we had to try to do. Yeah. And they cast me as St. Patrick first. <laughs> and that quickly went to Timmy Malloy. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. No. Well, great memories. I'm so yeah. glad that you're here with Thanks me today, much, Steve. Charlie. We're going to talk more about Sail Beyond Cancer. Laura Bow, a board member, will be joining us right after the break, right here on Travels with Charlie, WDEV. The waste and resource management industry is a complex, integrated system that many people and communities take for granted. Trash, recycling, compost, we're all familiar with the terms, but maybe not the truths behind the waste industry. Want to learn more? Beyond the Bin is a podcast by Casella, which shines a light on what really happens to our waste and recycling. If you're interested in environmental sustainability and renewable resources, then check out this podcast. You'll learn about waste and recycling, meet members of the Casella team, and one episode even deals with beekeeping. Check it out online at www.casella.com forward slash beyond the bin. Welcome back to Travels with Charlie. You recognize that song, Steve? That is sailing. 
Nicely done. Christopher Nicely Cross. Done. Not done. to be confused with Chris Cross, because then we would be doing jump, jump. Laura Bow is joining us on phone line today on Travels with Charlie. She is a board member of SailBeyondCancer.org. Laura, thank you for joining me here and along with Steve on Travels with Charlie today. Thank you for having us. And, yes, that is the perfect song to kick this discussion off with. It certainly is. So, Laura, if you could describe a little bit about harnessing the powers of wind, water, and sail. I mean, that is just such a beautiful, when you think about it, uh, you know, what what is happening there. Can you describe that a little further? Oh, sure. Well, if, if you can imagine if you and your family and loved ones are going through cancer treatments and, and someone offers you the chance to go on a three-hour sailboat excursion, no strings attached, no cost, and harness the power of the winds and the sails in your hair, in your smiles, with your loved ones, to just get away from all that you're dealing with in your everyday life of dealing with cancer and cancer treatment. That Just close your eyes and imagine that, mm. and that's what we're offering. Laura, how did the pandemic affect the program? Obviously, that uh, that must have affected it greatly. It affected it, but it, but we were able to still get sales out. Um, you know, people were with their core of group people and, and masks when you needed to wear masks. Um, and we were very cautious, and anyone that was not comfortable doing it will take them this year instead. So Steve has described uh, these boats, uh, the, the sailboats that you go out on, you know, 30, 40-foot sailboats. They're the big ones. Where do they come from? What, what about the captains and the crews? Are these all volunteer? Absolutely, yes. We have an executive director, and she is paid, Suzanne Johnson. If you know her, you don't forget her. She's amazing. Mm -hmm. And everyone else is volunteer. They volunteer their time. They volunteer their boats, um, whether they're captaining or whether they are are one of the crew on the boat or, you know, just a hostess like like, I like to be. I I don't want to touch those ropes. I want (laughs) to serve the drink. So, well, yeah. and, and you're well suited for that, Laura. <laughs> that, that's a great, that's a great, you know, some people know they're called in life and that's yours. That's a good one. <laughs> Thank you. How does one get on a cruise? Steve mentioned something about being nominated when he went on his first cruise. How does that it, happen? It is so easy. I've done it a couple of times myself. You go to the website, which is so easy to find and, and you click on the home page. There's a little bar that says nominate someone. You click there, you just need to know their basic information, their name, their contact information. If you know what type of cancer they're fighting, you can add that, and then you click the button and send it, and Suzanne and uh, volunteers take care of the rest and, and work out a time that's that's convenient, and it's just the, one of the easiest things you can do. So as Steve mentioned, uh, a survivor or a thriver is uh, certainly a candidate uh, for this program. Absolutely. You've got um, and your first annual fundraiser coming up. Now, this sounds like this is going to be a lot of fun. It's called Shake Your Buoy. <laughs> Who came up with that, Laura? Oh, well, I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> it might be a good song for you to leave this interview with. Shake Your Buoy. Shake Your Buoy. Uh, so it's happening on Thursday, June 25th at the Echo Center. Now, you're not going to, you're not going to be going out on a boat, correct? June 23rd, isn't that a Thursday? Oh, June 23rd, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah June 23rd. Okay. 23rd. No, no, no. And I've, and I've got your calendar here. I better use it. <laughs> so June 23rd. No, no, it's, it's, it's not a boat cruise. It is a fundraiser and a networking event, and it's from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. at the Echo Ladies Center. And we're taking over a really good portion of it. There's going to be heavy hors d'oeuvres, a cash bar, 50-50 raffles, silent auction, a little bit of entertainment, and just a lot of um, sharing stories, getting back together for the first time in years, as you know, because of our lovely pandemic. Mm. And just, um, yeah, reconnecting with with people of like mind. Well, this sounds like a great evening. It'll benefit uh, Sail Beyond Cancer, sailbeyondcancer.org for more information. Uh, If you have a question or comment, you can join us here at 244-1777 or 1-877-291-8255. And a couple of the the entertainers that you have there that evening, good friends of mine, DJ Corey Gottfried, will be supplying music. But if you've never seen magician Steve Taubman up close, 
this is a, this guy is amazing. I've seen some things that he has done that just, you shake your head and go, how did he do that? And then he just walks away. Yes, there's a reason he's called a magician. <laughs> so you can nominate, donate, or volunteer by going to this website, correct, Laura? Correct. I want to thank you for joining us here this afternoon on Travels with Charlie. And, of course, thanks to my, my good friend uh, Steve Malizia for coming in and describing the uh, the boat cruise that he's been on. How many times, Steve, did you actually do this? I've actually, Charlie, excuse me, thanks. Uh, I've actually been on three cruises that uh, for myself, um, and I was on a fourth excursion when we honored my friend Fran Kirby, who I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Uh He's uh, he had celebrated his birthday and it was a it was a milestone birthday and we did a Suzanne uh, provided a sail for us and he came up from Massachusetts to to take a sail here on Lake Champlain so it's great we played around the golf uh, the next day nice so, yeah uh, Laura have you have you done the ocean cruise yet. Not yet, but I'm game. I'm all right. Me I'm... too, Laura. Me too. <laughs> Laura, thanks for joining us here on Travels with Charlie. Nice to talk with you again today. You're very welcome. And I and I would suggest that people get their tickets as soon as they can because we expect it to be a sold-out event. Because of COVID, we're not in, having as many tickets as we have in the past. So grab them when you can. And thank you for thank you for everything, Steve. Glad you're enjoying yourself, my friend. And we'll see you when you get back. You're welcome. All right. SailBeyondCancer.org for more information. SailBeyondCancer.org. Uh, yeah, we didn't reveal. She's actually calling in from a sunny location yeah, and warm is. location. Yeah, is she, she not? is. Yeah, yeah, she is. She well, took time out of her day. Yes. Her family's at Disney World. Oh, nice. And uh, well, well, she decided that she wanted to spend time promoting. Those are the kind of people we've got yeah. working with Sail Beyond Well, we, we thank her for not rubbing it in. It's uh, currently 18 <laughs> degrees here in the Champlain Valley. I'm sure she knows. I think she posted some <laughs> snow pictures from her family's home up Wonderful. Steve, uh, great to see you today. See you too, Charlie. Uh, we're, we're heading out to lunch after. We're going to go to Maxie's uh, right here in Waterbury. I was telling uh, Betty about it, and she said, I, I think she said that's who uh, she recommend too. So. Oh, yeah. Great food there. Perfect. And, uh, and you brought Rich Celia along. Our, Celia's here. Our high school buddy, uh, Rich. So we, we should maybe give them a call and let them know he's coming. <laughs> <laughs> he's working on it. He's, he is working on it. All right. All Steve, right. thank you for joining me here on Travels with Love Charlie. Being here. Thanks, Charlie. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we will be talking with uh, Kelly Gleason with the Casella Waste Sustainability Spotlight right here on Travels with Charlie, WDEV. When I'm on my travels throughout Vermont, I know where to stop for a fill-up, fresh-made sandwiches, snacks, hot coffee, or an ice-cold Coca-Cola. Jolly convenience stores. With over 40 in our area, there's always one nearby. And they're more than a quick stop. Proudly supporting local charities, community events, and our military. Jolly convenience stores. Home of the Daily Smile. Even behind that mask. Stop by today. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back to Travels with Charlie, your host, Charlie Papillo, and it's time for the Casella Waste Sustainability Spotlight. Kelly Gleason stepping into the spotlight, environmental analyst with Casella Waste Systems. Thank you for joining me once again, Kelly, on Travels with Charlie. Hi, Charlie. Thanks for having me back uh, to discuss this important topic again. Absolutely. So when we when we last talked, we talked about the solid waste impl- implementation plans what they are and why they're important. But let's go a little bit further and find out how Vermonters can get involved in these plans. Yeah, so as Vermont residents, we also fall under the universal recycling law and its mandates to keep certain waste and recyclables out of the landfill. So these plans spell out how your town um, can educate you and inform you on the different types of waste. Um, And something really cool about these plans is they require a A to Z list of recyclables. So your solid waste management district or town will have this list on their website, and you will find all the information on anything you can imagine that you might want to get rid of and what's the best way to do that, whether it's recycling, reuse, or throwing it away. So most so towns or cities, we can simply go to a city hall or go to a town hall or their website and find out about that then. Yep, yep. Your town websites will link out to whatever solid waste management entity website you're a part of. 
Um, and you can actually find what district you belong to on the state's website as well, on Vermont DEC's website. Um, and those solid waste management entities are who will tell you where to go with what. And how do I find out if Casella is uh, working with my town? Yep. So we work with a few independent towns. And when you visit that state website that tells you what district or town you belong to and you visit your district's website, it'll say in partnership with Casella. And when we work with different towns, we manage those A to Z lists for them. Um, we create handouts and flyers and we make this information easy to digest, right? Because I think that's the most important part is let's make this easy and understandable for our residents so that we know what to reuse and recycle and we achieve Vermont's waste reduction goals. Let's touch on that just a little bit. Uh, Kelly Gleason with the uh, Casella Waste Sustainability Spotlight, waste reduction goals. How can we as consumers work towards that? You know, we put an awful lot of weight on uh, our our haulers and, uh, you know, the legislature to legislate these things, but what about us? Yeah, that's really smart, Charlie, and that's a great way to look at it. Um, So one thing you can do really simply when you're at the grocery store is just think about what you're buying and how it's packaged. Um, Do you really need an extra produce bag, plastic bag for your apples, or can they just go into your reusable bag? Um, Simple things like that. When you're buying clothing, do you really need that new clothing, or can you wear something else that maybe you haven't in a while? Can you swap clothes with friends? Um, Wrapping paper. Um, huge wastefulness there. Can you wrap things in newspapers? Um, Just getting really crafty with how you're reusing items um, can take you really close to, um, to, you know, diverting a lot of things from the landfill. Absolutely. Great ideas. Kelly Gleason, environmental analyst with Casella Waste, casellawaste.com. For more information about these solid waste implementation plans, Kelly, I hope you join me again on the next uh, Spotlight here on Travels with Charlie. Thanks, Charlie. Have a good day. All right, you too. And uh, coming up next, we're going to uh, start our series called Vermont Grown. And my first guest will be Mark Bove from Boves of Vermont next, right here on Travels with Charlie, WDEV. Whether you're traveling for a vacation, planning a business trip, or have a global company looking for a strong Vermont-based company to align with for business and meeting management, Milne Travel is a trusted local partner, and they've been one since 1975. Milne Travel is one of the top travel companies based in New England. Featuring educational tours, vacation travel, or corporate solutions, let their travel specialists search the lowest airfares exclusive to the travel industry for you. Guaranteed. We're all getting ready to travel again. Save time and money on your next trip. Go to www.millentravel.com. A bottle of whites A bottle of red Perhaps a bottle of rosé instead Get a table near the street In our old familiar place Scenes from an Italian restaurant, Billy Joel. How appropriate as we start our first in a series called Vermont Grown. My good friend Mark Bove from Boves of Italian joining us in studio today at Travels with Charlie. Mark, good afternoon. Thanks for making it down here. Good to see you. Good seeing you. Thank you for having me. And, wow. and, and by the way, Mark has brought sauce and a book uh, of his uh, throwdown with Bobby Flay. This is Bobby Flay's throwdown. From the Food Network, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, I was there that day. That was amazing. Yeah, you got. Uh, you should ask for a rematch. Yeah, I got smoked, but you know, it was it was, it was enjoyable. Two four four seventeen seventy seven. If you have a question, or you'd like to win some sauce, or you want uh, the Throwdown book, we'll get it to you. Or one eight seven seven two nine one eight two five five. That's toll free here on Travels with Charlie. By the way, if you have an idea for a future topic on Vermont Grown, uh, pretty simple. If you want to, you want to be featured, or you have a suggestion, just email me, C Papillo Radio at Gmail. Dot com. So let's get started, uh, Mark. Uh, 1941, uh, you weren't around, obviously. Uh, yeah, December but, uh, 7th. You're third generation, third, right? Third generation, yeah. Really. What do you remember about, uh, because it, it, it was always that restaurant on Pearl Street in Burlington. It's always been that spot, started by your grandparents. 
What do you remember about that? What was your first memory of going into that restaurant and uh, you know, either working or having uh, having a meal? What was your first memory? My first memory was walking in on – we used to do TV Mass uh, on WCAX. I remember My dad that. was the director. And uh, he always – we did that every Sunday morning. And uh, after the Mass, we would – drive down to the camp in Colchester and have our family day. Um, but before that, we always would stop at the restaurant to grab sauce. and. Meat so was balls. the restaurant closed on Sundays? It was closed on Sundays. Yeah. And so my memory was walking in the restaurant on that Sunday morning, uh, smelling the concrete floors that were just in just permeated with garlic and onions and the meatballs that dad made every day. Yeah. It was amazing. Um, you know, they had cardboards on the floor, but you could still smell that. It's something about smell and memory with the food. It just it just sticks with you yeah. forever. What was on the menu in 1941, and do you remember the prices? I do remember the prices. Yeah. I remember uh, very well the the menus that my grandmother had upstairs in the the bedroom, which was the office later yeah. on, but. You know, the prices were 35 cents for a spaghetti and meatball, a nickel for a Coke. Uh, boy, you know, it just... Did you have any meat dishes at the time? I know, you you, you know, later years you had pork chops and things like pork that. Pork chops. I think there was a T-bone for like $1.25. Or, <laughs> I mean, and it, and a it was one. a real T-bone. I mean, it was real. Yeah. It was real. I mean, it was, yeah, it was, it was pretty amazing. The uh, I remember when we did the run or when we were starting to take items out of the restaurant, uh, we, you know, the wallpaper in the, in the, in the cafe in the, in where all the booths were. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to preserve that, that wallpaper. So what we couldn't just take the wallpaper off the wall because it was alabaster. So we just, we literally cut the wall out to save the wall, the wallpaper. Sure. And it was amazing. The things that we found in the walls. I mean, we found newspapers and, and things like that, that we handed over to the free press because it was just, it, I mean, the dates on them were, were bizarre. 1941, uh, 40, 39. It was, it was incredible. When did you get the nickname Sauce Boy? Boy, I think that came before, before we even had the throwdown. Uh, you know, when I created the Sauce Company in, uh, 96, uh, June 17th, 1996, uh, we used to, bring all the ingredients down to Barry and make all the sauces there. And and I think the uh, the Hannaford folks all gave me the the nickname, hey, sauce boy. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, ah, you know, the light bulbs went off, yeah. and then I just was. You are the sauce boy. Yeah. You have a technique. I've seen you stir the sauce. Um, it's. Oh yeah. What Dad, is it that you? Uh, Dad doesn't huh? want. Oh, the, huh? you know the tomatoes are heavy. They're going to yeah. sink on the ground. Yeah. Dad always said, "Turn the sauce. Turn it. You're going to burn it." So you you got to lift it from the bottom. You and you, and you've got bottom. this unique the way you're turning. Oh, it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. So you yeah. still have the same pans and the and the and the ladles yeah, and stuff. I yeah. Still, I still have the same stove at the at the uh, factory. Yeah. 1941 Vulcan. Let's talk a little bit. Uh, Mark Bove is my guest this afternoon on Travels with Charlie. This is a, a series that we're going to do uh, going on called uh, Vermont Grown. Uh, and let's talk a little bit about, uh, you know, the changes over the years. Uh, you, you and your dad uh, were there for many, many years. And you had a conversation with your dad about closing the restaurant. Can you tell us what how that went? Yeah, so, so dad... Uh He developed bre- or uh, he developed prostate cancer, yeah. um, and so uh, that was always lingering on Rick and uh, Mom and my head in my head for you know unteen years. Uh, the the sauce company what what I started back in 1996. I would never have thought that it would develop in in the way it is today. Um, you know when uh, in his last. In his last kind of eight months, six months when he was living, uh, he did see the outside of the walls of the factory go up. But, but even before then, we, we, Rick and myself, I don't know if it's an Italian thing or not, but it's, you know, we videotaped him. We wanted to make sure we asked him the question, Dad, do you want us to close a restaurant? Do you want us to close a restaurant? And, and, you know, I haven't shared this with a lot of people and, 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 and I don't, but, you know, I'll. It's it's easier for me now to to 
to tell people. But one of the things that Dad wanted uh, before he died was he wanted Rick and myself to have uh, family dinners um, at you know at night during the week you know with our families, which is hard to do if you run a restaurant. It is, yeah. And you know it's you know you have Sunday afternoon dinners or Sunday evening dinners, yeah. and and that's when the family eats. But you know it's really important that. You know, he, it was it was ingrained in him. Yeah. And he just you know, Mark, it's, in, it's interesting that you bring that up because when you talk with people that are in in the food business, and you find many times that the next generation is not encouraged by their parents to continue to do what they do. They'll say it's hard work. You marry it. Uh, you know, this is your first. You you have to stay side by side in this business. So I don't. You know, go do something else. You see, you hear that so much. But your dad encouraged you to work with him. He did, um, and and he refers to uh, in 1985. He refers to the splitting up of the families as the other war. And um, that was when, uh, you know, his uncles or that's when his sister and brothers, my my uncle and, and aunt, decided to go their separate ways and split off from the restaurant. And so, um, you know, that was he needed help. And so Rick and myself stepped up and, you know, we carried it for another 34, 35 years after that. And. Uh, it was it was important for him. It was important for us, and uh, you know that the restaurant was such a spot in Burlington. Yeah, well, it's iconic. You know, so many people when you close, they 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 just they were upset that you're closing. How can you leave? Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the Milton location because it's you've sort of. Got some of the uh, restaurant there at the Milton location. Uh, Mark Bove from Boves of Vermont with me on Travels with Charlie this afternoon. He's, he's brought some sauce in. We'll give that away if you give us a call, 244-1777 or 1-877-291-8255. How many different uh, varieties of sauce do you currently have, Mark? We have about seven right now. We have about seven of the tomato-based sauces. Now, tell me about the ones that didn't make it to, to, to market, because there has to be someone you go, you, you get this idea, yeah. and then you try it, and you go, no, ain't working. Yeah, you know, the uh, I had one, uh, I had one flavor called roasted tomato, and that's just it. It had a more of a smoky flavor, and, and it was more uh, didn't work. Didn't work. Yeah, and so we kind of had to retire that one. So. But uh, speaking of, re- of retirement, there was another um, item that you had many, many years ago that you actually inspired me with uh, a mascarpone sauce for one of my pizzas. And yes. it was on a pizza that you made. It was it was a, it was called a sweetza. It was a sweetza. it was a dessert pizza. You had them packaged up. You were selling these in the supermarkets. What oh, happened to it? You know, I came out with that item when uh, I think we were going through a recession. And it's like, you know, people could not just. Maybe they just couldn't justify paying eight dollars for this flatbread kind of dessert pizza. It was delicious. It was great, wasn't it? Was, it? it was a almond. it was a sweet pizza. Now mascarpone cheese. Anybody knows about that? It's an Italian version of cream cheese, and they charge yeah. you know eight times what you pay for cream cheese. Oh, but it's great. But it tastes delicious. We got some calls coming in. Let's take sure. some calls for Mark Bove from Boves of Vermont. We've got sauce for Shelley from Williston. Shelley used to go to the restaurant. You want some sauce? I do. I love the sauce. Uh, I lived on North Champlain Street in 78. I was working at the airport, and we didn't have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of. <laughs> Thank you for and saying we, that. <laughs> we, could go, we could go down, and we could get a spaghetti, and we'd always argue whether it was going to be garlic or meatballs, whatever, and an antipasto, and then they would throw in, like, a whole bunch of bread and butter, and you could feed three or four people with that, just those, those two items. So we, we used to, we used to, it was, it was a big deal for us. We'd splurge and go down and, uh, pick it up. And I remember it came in like, uh, uh, the paper, uh, yeah. it's like right. a KFC bucket. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh my bring God. bring it home and boom, it would be gone. And you can always tell how close we were to payday because we would build furniture out of beer cases. We could have to carry <laughs> long neck things. And so when the when the couch was gone and the end tables were gone, you know, it was almost payday. 
Well, Shelly, come on by and get your sauce here at WDEV. Thanks for joining us on Travels Thank with Charlie today. Where, where are you located? Where are we, you located? Stowe Street in Waterbury. Thanks for your call today, okay. Shelly. Triple one eight seven seven two nine one eight two five five is our toll free number, and two four four seventeen seventy seven. If you'd like to join us today and and uh, reminisce about uh, your days living in Burlington, perhaps, and stopping by and and getting uh, a spaghetti dinner from Boves of Vermont on Pearl Street in Burlington, you know what Shelley referred to, and I hear this from so many people, they'd go in there, and and you sort of, you know, I, it was probably your dad who, who would know that, you know, they're feeding a big family, so an extra loaf of bread or two would go in the bag. You know, back in the day, you know, where could you go in Burlington and feed a family of four for under $20? <laughs> exactly. I mean, I mean, I know I understand it's relative, yeah. but yeah. it's yeah. amazing. Steve uh, is joining us next uh, from Washington, not uh, D.C., but uh, Vermont. <laughs> Good afternoon, Steve. Yes, hi. Hi, Good Steve. Afternoon. Hi. Yeah, I, I love uh, the boat sauce. My memory goes back, I think it was in the late 70s, where when I lived in the Burlington area, I'd very, very often go into Bo's restaurant, Pearl Street, and love the sauce. That was my favorite thing, I think, to go out and enjoy you know, for just, uh, I don't know, it, it always had that unique, tangy taste. And I told everybody I could possibly tell about it. Yeah, I miss it. Thank you. Well, Thank now, you, now you can get it in the supermarket, Steve. Yeah, so I've been told that um, now I'm gluten intolerant, so I'm going to have to be creative, you know, put that together. But, yeah, that's, that's exciting. Our meatballs in the grocery stores are gluten-free as well. Oh, yeah. So and yeah. the sauces are too, right? The so- all the sauces are gluten free, correct? Well, you got to find something else to to put it on top of. Steve, come on by WDEV. We've got a jar of sauce for you. Thanks for calling in today and travels with Charlie. Thank you, Steve. Thank you very much. Thank you. Two four four seventeen seventy seven or one eight seven seven two nine one eight two five five. If you have a memory of Boves, you'd like some sauce. We'd love to hear from you. You know, I never I never get tired of of people. People's memories. It's you know it keeps us alive even today. You know it's it's interesting because uh, I, I think it's more than the food that they're remembering. They're remembering it's an era that uh, doesn't exist any any longer. Uh, you know whether it's looking at the wallpaper, the old booths, and they can still see some of that. Let's talk about the 1941 room. At your location in Milton. Now, let's be clear: this is not a restaurant in Milton. You right, now have a place right. where you make, you bottle your sauce, you make your sauce, you bottle for other people as well. But you've Correct. got the 1941 room, so you can go back to 1941, right? You can go back to 1941, and and when people walk in, they'll they, and we have pictures online. The the brick and the the concrete floor. Uh, granted, it doesn't have the tiles like it does at the at the restaurant. Uh, but it has all the same booths. Uh, I incorporated the uh, neon sign. Have you got the old cash register there? Oh no, that's that's <laughs> actually still on in the office upstairs. Remember Uncle Babe always pressing all of these buttons, and it took two hands to press. <laughs> it would probably take two bodies to lift. Oh my it. gosh, it, would, it is so heavy. It is so heavy. But that 1941 room is is cool. We have some really cool memorabilia from from the cafe. And the actual booths? Did you, did you bring oh, any yeah. of the actual every, booths? Everyone, yeah. including the honeymoon booth, yeah. you know, right by the fan. Yeah, that is that is placed underneath this brick wall that has that's called the memorial wall that has my grandmother, dad, um, on that wall. Bob in Northfield joining us on the phone line here with Mark from Boves of Vermont. Good afternoon, Bob. Hi, Bob. Hello, gentlemen. Um, so. Back in the 80s, I was a student teacher for special needs, and we took a field trip to Burlington, walked Church Street, and I went in with, uh, like, six students, and we had um, the meatball subs back in the day. Oh, wow. Around 1985. Wow. That's a great one. I remember the meatball subs. Yeah, sounds good. With the coffee cup bakery bread. (laughs) Which you can't get anymore You can't get anymore. Bob, we've got some sauce for you. Come on by here at WDEV. (laughs) Thank thank you, Bob. Uh, I'm not going to be available to go pick it up. Um, So I'm just reaching out and leaving a memory with you gentlemen. 
Thank you. Send my can or jar to somebody else. All right. Thank you. We appreciate it. Thank Wilma you. from Moortown wants to talk about uh, some of the sauce and some of her memories. Uh, good afternoon, Wilma. Good afternoon. <clears throat> I have to tell you that back in the 60s, my husband worked for Alan Pikinson there in Williston, and he used to uh, go to Bo's restaurant, and that's what introduced me to their spaghetti and their Italian restaurant, and I just loved it because I'm an Italian food eater. Wilma, we've got some sauce for you here at WDEV if you want to come by. That's great. Thank you, Wilma. Does it matter when I come? I'm old and I we don't go out on nasty days. Well, as long as it's uh, you know between 9 and 5, I'm sure that's fine. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. All, all right, Wilma. Thanks for joining us here on Travels with Charlie. Appreciate I'll the, enjoy it. Thank you. Appreciate Thank your you. stories. Mark, I've got to tell a story, uh, uh, you know, my memory, my first memory, which – you know, sort of typical of Charlie Papillo, who <laughs> who didn't pay for a meal. You know, even when I was 11 years old, I went to Cathedral Grammar School. As uh, you know, we were reminiscing with uh, some of my old buddies here uh, in the in the first segment this afternoon, and I went to school with probably one of your cousins. He was a bove. His name was Mike. Mike. And and Mike said, "Let's go over to the restaurant. They're making lasagna today." And we went in the back door. And I don't know who was there, but, um, you know. It's got to be my dad. Your dad, probably. And he gave me a plate of lasagna, and I just sat there and said, this is the best thing I ever ate. This is delicious. He sat you in the back room? Absolutely. Really? So wow. I certainly feel honored. You know, first wow. meal in lasagnas, I didn't, in, 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 in Bob's, I didn't pay for, and I got to go in the back door. That's cool. That's special. Yeah. That Side is special. Door. That's <laughs> Wow. Are you doing salad dressings now? I know you talked we about are. that. We yeah. are. Yeah, we're doing salad dressings. Because people love your salad dressing. They love your antipasto. Yeah, and then I came out with the uh, a balsamic one. And so, you know, it's it's endless possibilities up there uh, at the factory. And uh, it's really enjoyable, though, helping out the uh, smaller companies, yeah. especially in Vermont. You're bottling for other people now, yes, right? correct. Yeah. So, yeah. Mark, if people want to get in touch with you, whether it's about catering, which you do, whether yeah. it's about uh, renting the 1941 room for an event or about uh, bottling something for them, how do they do that? Yeah, just call the factory. Just call the factory, ask for me, and I'm, I always make myself available to anyone. Uh, you know, it's numbers up on the website, just boves.com. And, uh, good stuff. That's fine. Yeah. Great seeing you today. Nice seeing you. You look great. Hey, feel good, man. Where'd you get that tan? Hey, well, I got into some warm weather just a little while ago. Oh. I, I just got back. Oh, uh, man. thanks for joining me today Thank on you. Travels with Charlie. Travels with Charlie sponsored by Casella Waste Systems, Jolly Convenience Stores, and Milne Travel American Express. My theme song is written and performed by Billy Bratcher. My executive producer is Brad Furlan. I'm Charlie Papillo and I'll see you in my travels.